I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. That's rolling. Let's see. Just going to start this off with a, an email. Let me see. What up, everybody? Choo choo choo. <laughs> oh, shit. It's Wednesday, 8.23. And I'm looking for an email. If you guys have any questions at all about whatever, anything, nothing's off limit. What up, Maddie? My dog. Hell yeah, John. No worries. Let me find this email real quick. I wanted to read this. If I can figure it out. You guys like my green screen in the backdrop? <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to put up there just yet, but. Alright, so. What's up, guys? What's up? Any and all questions about life, skateboarding, business, if you got questions about the New England Am, how it's going to run, um, family stuff, anything. I'm an open book, so we could talk about whatever. Um, you're going to be at the contest on Saturday. That's awesome. He's talking about the New England Am. It's coming Saturday and Sunday. Saturday is going to be, let me see, I got the schedule right here. Yeah, Saturday will be the Ladies Jam, which is our first year doing that. Uh, hopefully some ladies show up. I think they will because there's a lot shredding. And then we'll have our 14 and under division, which will be sick. The Little Rippers. I've been seeing them at the park a bunch. Um, oh, I should probably turn the phone this way. Right now we're live streaming on Instagram for the people listening to the podcast. Um, yeah, so at the New England Am, this Saturday we'll have Ladies Jam, 14 and under, 15 and over. That'll be sick. And then on Sunday, well, actually Saturday night, we'll have a after party at No Problemo. It'll be at 10 p.m., so after the first day of skating, we'll head there. There'll be some beer and food and skate videos and whatnot. It'll be pretty sick. Um, and then Sunday, we'll have the skate shop battle. All the skateboard teams are going to come battle it out. Um, yeah, and the best trick, which will be pretty fucking heavy. How's everybody doing out there in uh, Instagram world? Let me see, Max. What park of the what part of the park is it going to be on? It's going to be on the front part of the park. So when you sign in at the front table at the edge, 
and you walk into the course right there, that whole pyramid part, that whole section in there, that's where it'll be. I'm going to be out of town. Ah, no worries. Um, I wanted to read an email. So, for the podcast listeners, um, I made a deal because <clears throat> I don't have any sponsors for the podcast. Um, I've had some in the past. Uh, and they worked out fine, like Bear Mattress, that was sick. We sold some mattresses, and they helped support the show. Um, Narragansett Beer sponsored the podcast in the past. But I kind of made a decision that I didn't really want to have sponsors for the podcast. Because I like the idea of being able to say whatever, whenever, and not have to worry about like offending a sponsor. And, you know, if, they, if they're paying for the show to happen... And then I say something that offends them, then the show's in jeopardy, you know? So I was just like... So my compromise for that was um, <clears throat> the show's got to be funded by myself first. And then uh, if the listeners want to help out, if you guys out there want to support the show, um, the best way to do that is through allineedskate.com. If you cop one of our decks or some of our apparel. And uh, I had one person say some bullshit like, oh the hell you just want money and and i'm gonna state this right now very clearly that if you have no money you don't have to buy anything you don't have to support the show at all the show's free it's always been free um and it's going to continue to be free for as long as i can keep it that way um which i think is awesome but if you do want to support the show and it brings any value to you then you have the option to and the cool thing about that is it's list it's listener funded so we can talk about whatever because you guys fund it and help to keep this going. Include myself because I listen to podcasts as well and I get to listen to the guests. So sometimes, you know, I start it up, put my money into it and keep it going whenever we have to, you know. Uh, I just like that idea because there's a lot of shit out there that you don't know where the money's coming from or their opinion is coming from, you know, because they got money behind them. And you don't know, like, what they're saying and if they're being honest or whatever bullshit it is. But with that being said, whenever someone cops something from the allineedskate.com, there's a section to that says notes. If you want to leave a little comment in there, if you cop something like one of our t-shirts or one of our new hometown hoodies or whatever and you support the show, I'll give you a shout-out on the show. Um, just in that little section called notes, just let me know what you want me to shout-out. It could be your crew, it could be some brand that you're working on, it could be whatever, if you just want to talk about whatever, then that's totally cool. Um, it's just my way of saying thank you for keeping this show legit, uncensored, and not we don't have to deal with sponsorship bullshit, you know? Not to say that if one day a good sponsor comes and they're like, yeah, let's support the show, I, I have to consider it then, you know? But right now, I really just like the idea of not having to deal with that, you know? Um, with that being said, um, my man Andrew, I don't know how he even spelled it out phonetically, D-I-T, uh... D-I-T-L-E-V-S-O-N, Ditlevson, Andrew. He supported the show. He cops, uh, I believe he cops some stuff. I don't think I have it right here. But um, he cops some apparel from our online store, and uh, he wrote me a little thing, too, that I could read out on the show, which I'm really stoked on. He writes, Hey, Anthony, I've been meaning to hit you up for a while now. You have asked people to tell their stories. I thought I'd share mine. Anyways, I randomly discovered your podcast while on a road trip from North Carolina to Ohio. The reason for the trip was that I was heading to a job interview for a high school principal position. High school principal, that seems like a crazy job, right? <laughs> um, it would be probably pretty fun, right? I guess. Or stressful. Anyways, while I was listening to your podcast, you really got me thinking about skateboarding having the ability to shape lives for the better. 
Your story is definitely proof of that. Thank you, Andrew. Um, so let me back up. I'm now, I am now 37, but my skate age is only one. He just started skating. I know for the new listeners, your skate age is how long you've been skating. So I'm 21 in skate years. That's my skate age. And I act like I'm 21 in, I guess. <laughs> Who knows? Um, let me find my spot. I did have some longboarding experience, but I don't exactly count that. But I think it did help that I could cruise before I started hitting up skate parks and working on ollies and all that. I don't think longboarding counts towards skate age because I think there's a big difference in the mindset of a skater and somebody who longboards. That's a different conversation. How do you guys feel about that? Someone who longboards versus someone who skates and does tricks and films video parts and compared to like the average person that is just longboarding. If you leave a comment, let me know. Maybe I'll read it. I'm going to get to your comments uh, once I'm done with this. I'll come check in with you guys. Um, let me see. That's a different conversation. Anyhow, my wife and I both started skating a year ago. Well, that's pretty wild. That's sick that your wife was down to skate with you uh, a year ago. We live in a little town called Washington, North Carolina. It's It only has about 10,000 people, and there's a lot of poverty, but it is but it has a beautiful concrete skate park. Last fall, everything came together perfectly. My wife, who is also an educator, wanted to get back into longboarding so she could demonstrate some science concepts to her student students. Another part of the puzzle was that there was a locally owned skate shop opening up, so we decided to stop in and check it out. The owner of the shop probably didn't know what to think of us. A couple in their mid-30s going into a skate shop must have seemed a little weird. Maybe. Not nowadays, right? I'm 34. I'm still shredding. But I get it. It's probably a little awkward. You guys are both coming in. So, a little strange. We told the owner, his name is Sanders, that we needed some wheels, new wheels, for our, one of our longboards. Fortunately, he was a good guy and didn't judge the longboarding factor. <laughs> I've been... Uh, side note, I'll come back to this. I've been riding uh, my filming board. Which has big ass wheels, soft wheels, and it's so fun. I was in New Bedford the other day and I was skating around No Prob and Solstice Skate Shop, and there was, it's all cobblestone and brick and shit. And like on my normal board, it's just like a struggle, but on that board, it was so fun. I had so much fun. But I was like, someone probably thinks I'm crazy. Um, um, let me see. Longboard Factor. He helped us out, but also said, if you ever get tired of those longboards, I could hook you up with. A new setup. The next week, my wife and I cruised around a little on our longboards. Then we somehow got the idea to bring them to the skate park. We went a couple times and would dare each other to go up and down the bank ramps. As luck would have it, Saunders from the skate shop owner oh, was there and he told us that we should just do it. Commit and become real skaters. On the first day of our Thanksgiving break last year, we went into the skate shop and got our first real skate setups. We intentionally went with big boards since we were used to longboarding. They got a 9 inch board, 60 millimeter wheels. My wife got a 8.75 60 millimeter wheels. That's a pretty big setup though, right? I mean, it's not a longboard, but that's a huge setup. Definitely a tranny setup. It's like what vert skaters skate, like 9 inches maybe? Maybe not, I don't know. I felt so cool, but at the same time questioned if I was a poser. 
once we had our new long boards, or our new boards, not not long boards, sorry. Once we had our new boards, we were at the skate park every day, just working on our fundamentals, like rolling up and down the ramps, which is the funnest part of skating, and why I like teaching skateboard lessons. Um, pumping and kick turns. Within months, we were both dropping in. That's so sick. You and your wife both learned to drop in together. Such a trip. Skateboarding's at a sick place right now, right? My wife became a big bulls pool rat. A big bull pool rat. Um, she was all about carving up the nine foot bowl. That's pretty gnarly. Whereas I gravitated towards more bank ramp stuff, doing burnt slides and every kind of revert imaginable. Those are very fun as well. We continue to skate consistently from November until July of this year. During that time, I can honestly say that we both changed. Our confidence went up and we also now have a better sense of community. Wow, that's cool. From skating, you gain a sense of community. That's so sick. That's It did that for me too. Although we were in that skate scene for a small amount of time, um, long-time skaters have told us that we revitalized the Washington NC skate scene since then we have relocated to Ohio. I did get that principal job. Nice. For real. I don't think if I were a skater I would have gotten the job. I was able to be confident and commit to the interview process. I was also able to talk about community and helping others in the same way that skaters do. We miss our skate fam in Washington every day. We miss the skate park and we miss the weather too. Our new town does not have a skate park or skate shop, but we are not letting that stop us. I have found a couple skate spots that I have turned into a makeshift skate park. My wife also uh, has also started to network with people to hopefully get a legit skater design park in our town. We've also started to build a new skate family. For example, one of our friends is a local skater legend, but hadn't skated in 10 years. The guy is only 30. I got him to come out of retirement. Anyways, your podcast has meant a lot to me and has helped me to stay connected to the skate community. Keep doing what you are doing. You're making a difference in people's lives. Thanks, uh, Andrew. Um, awesome. Yeah, and then he. I just ordered some All I Need gear, ordered a hoodie for my wife and I. Um, is the Barry cool for a guy? He's talking about our Barry long sleeve hoodie, which I have on underneath maybe because it's cold out here on the East Coast. It's getting cold. Yeah, the berry is, uh, I have it on. Um, but yeah, we have it in men's and women's. Um, I'm glad you, so I made sure T got the right one, actually. Uh, I think that it's what you have on the video where you, alright, cool. Yeah, so, yeah, cool story, Andrew. And, uh, it's so cool that you're a high school principal. That's insane. And that's cool that you're a skater. That's a principal. When I was younger, like, there was no chance of my principal being a skateboarder, for sure. Um, thank you for supporting the podcast, Andrew. Long story short, but it was a good story. And that's so cool when your wife found skateboarding together, got legit setups, and learned to drop in and all that. Um, it's inspiring, man. Skateboarding's for everybody, right? It's just a piece of wooden wheels. It's If you want to apply your life force to skateboarding and create art, by all means. That's open to poor, rich, nerds, super cool guys, whoever the fuck wants to do it, you know? Um, also, quick shout out to Trey Queens, Virginia. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Uh, hope you enjoy your gum pat. It, I believe it's shipped. If not, it's shipping out shortly. And Luke Salazar from Colorado. Thanks for supporting the podcast. You guys are making this happen. And we don't have to worry about sponsors dropping us or nothing. And we can keep it rolling. Um, yeah, I'll go to some questions now. 
I'll go back to the top and see what I got here. Someone, let me see. Otherwise, sorry, let me, I'll go back and read them, sorry. I get to scroll back a ways. Alright, wish I could make it, but I'm out of town. He's talking about the New England Am. Tortugan 420. LOI, saw you yesterday at Edge, didn't know it was you. I was the guy with the S shirt, but I ended up snapping my board. Damn, that sucks when that happens. But did you get a session in before your board broke? I wonder. Wish I, you should have came up and said hi. Well, I guess you said you didn't know it was me. Well, if you see me at the edge again, come say what up and skate with me. That would be sick. Um, let me see. I'll keep scrolling. Skater boy. Man, I'm trying to make a small DIY behind this old building, but I'm 13. It's kind of hard to get things started. Age has nothing to do with it. I know you're 13, and it might there might be more obstacles in your way, but if you're sparked, you can drag some wood over there, build some banks, get some older dudes, just, you know, 16 to 17-year-olds that... um. Maybe want to try to build some stuff and keep the hype going. Um, doesn't matter the age. You can do it. DIY is fun. Those parks make a big difference. If you don't have a skate park and there's nothing and someone just takes like a abandoned parking lot and starts building ramps, it makes a big difference. <laughs> it helps. It helps keep skateboarding going. Like I've had to skate those parks growing up. And they were, some of them were so shitty, and we got hurt at them and stuff, but that's all we had, and we had hours of fun and learned so many tricks, which is, like, the best part of skating. Which you need. So, DIY all day if you got to, you know? Um, Max Curran, uh, longboarding, don't count. It's just a way to get around. It's definitely transportation. You can roll fast. Young Game Changer 04 says, Yeah, it is different because longboards, you can set... Uh, you can just cruise, but skateboarding, you can do tricks. Yeah, it makes sense, you know, it is different. And your mindset would be different. If you just want to cruise, you just want to cruise. But if you actually, like, battle a trick and, you know, keep at it, and you just, there's a different mindset to, to actually do all that stuff. Celebration says, what up, dog? What up, man? Celebration. Calibration. Uh, my boy, huge. That's true. Great story. Loving it. Thank you, thank you. How old were you when you went pro? Calibration. Um, I want to say I was 26. I was riding for World Industries, and uh, they came to me. Or actually, I was before that, I was riding for Z York, and State of Mind video just dropped. Let me look that up then real quick. I'll see when State of Mind, the State of Mind video dropped. Um, State of Mind. Mind Z York. That's what it was. So my part dropped in the State of Mind video, and then uh, World Industry saw it. My homie Charlie Thomas and RP Best saw that video part, and they just hit me up. They're like, dude, you're killing it. Like, we need a pro. Like, we know you're am. What's New York? Are they going to do anything? Are they going to turn you pro? Like, what's their deal? And, um... At that time, I honestly didn't know. New York was like, yeah, we want to turn you pro, da-da-da, da-da-da, and then it just lingered on for months, and I just assumed, like, it wasn't happening, you know? I was like, fuck, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. What's the move, you know? Yeah, so 2009. So, yeah, that's when the State of Mind came out. And then Charlie Thomas and RP were rebuilding World Industries' brand, and they hit me up, and they are like, we want to turn you pro and literally make your dreams happen, and they did, and the pro board, and tons of pro boards, and shoes, and we did that for like a good six years, it was a sick run, man, we, I got to travel the world, All the, we had a sick-ass team, we were look, working on sick graphics, and designing shoes, and apparel, it was so fun, those are like the highlights, you know, um, 
and then then I started All I Need, which was like a new chapter, which was so cool, you know? Um, but yeah, so, I don't even remember, oh yeah, so I was like 26, I think. I was kind of old, I guess, in pro standards. I don't know how, what the average uh, person when they turn pro, does the average person even turn pro? How many pros do we have? I'm always saying in the East Coast we should have more pros. Like more brands and more pros and more people doing it. Hold on real quick. I'm going to move this light. It's like kind of right in my face. Like, I don't know. We should have a thriving skate community on the East Coast. People always say, like, it's because of the weather. That's why we don't have a community, a skate. Like, you know, because when you think of skate industry, you go to California. You're like, oh, yeah. I just think it's been more accepted in California for longer. And that's how they were able to have so many brands and pros and history and events. They built it all up, you know. On the East Coast, it's still... um untapped but grown we got something really cool going on i'll say that much <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> ate popcorn easy earlier um lev what up my dude um devin's gonna do good he's asking about my homie devin who shreds he's gonna be i believe in 14 and under let me know if devin's uh 14 and under if he's 15 and over division but he's been on a tear lately so it'd be interesting to see how he does if you can if you can basically the way we do the new england am which is this weekend which is tripping me out because like it's coming up so quick and if i showed you over here there's i'll show you some of the product i don't know if you can see any of this stuff um for the people on the podcast i got the green screen so i'll put some of the stuff in the background for us to watch and check out maybe i'll but, yeah, it's going to be a jam format at the New England Am. So, a couple people skating at once. And uh, the way we judge it is more on what you do land than what, then, like, we don't, if you fall, you fall, you know. If someone keeps landing tricks and never falls, they're going to score high, you know. But that's not all we judge it on. Like, some people go out there, they land five tricks, but they did them, they're hard, and they fucking pulled them off, and they did it in the time, and they do well as well, you know. So, it's basically a jam, two, three-minute jam format. And uh, we judge you basically on what you do land. Consistency helps, you know, but that's not all it is. Um, it's going to be sick. Ramsey Crawford says, It's snowing in North Dakota, so it's lame, but thanks for the stickers and the autograph. Hell yeah, Ramsey. Um, that sucks that it's snowing out there. It's going to be snowing here soon, but uh, the weather's been holding out. This global warming thing might be working in our favor for now, you know, as shitty as it is. But our weather here has been pretty nice. It's a little chilly today. It's starting to feel like a, like it's going to be winter sooner than later, you know? Let me see. Young Game Changer 04. Yo, I'm trying to build a ramp in my backyard. That's sick. Backyard ramps are sick. If you listen to the podcast, there's been a bunch of people talking about how a backyard ramp was their first spot and how it changed their life, um, which is so cool. Things are weird. It's a little weed oil. It works though. It's nice. Um, Skater Boy writes, I got the North Plymouth DIY to skate. That's about it. North Plymouth, Plymouth DIY is sick. We, uh, the good homies, Jared Pimentel and Corey Goonan rides for all I need. Those guys have built stuff there and continue to. We've done, we did fundraisers in the back with, uh, in the past with all I need. Um, that park is so fun. Definitely a cool DIY. Like, got a lot of cracks and stuff, but they started fixing those, and the ramps are so cool, so. Um, drip shit says, this is awesome, man. Keep it going. Thank you. I, pe I appreciate that. That means a lot. The feedback means a lot. 
That one looks like it's in Spanish, that that uh, comment. Sorry. Chili. Okay, there we go. Um, what do you ride? Scooters? That's Young Game Changer asked. I definitely do not ride scooters. Um, people can do what they want, but uh, not for me. Once you know how to ollie, it's kind of hard to go back or to ever go to anything other than a ollies are like the best, the hardest but best things. Um... Which makes me want to ask you guys, like, do you prefer, like, I wonder what the mindset is in America these days. Like, the people coming up, like, young people, like, from 13 to to 35. Like, do you guys, like, do you enjoy hard things? Like, do you feel like you want to work for stuff? And, like, do you like hard stuff? Like, I, I don't know. The way I look at skateboarders is they like a challenge. They like to do the hard thing. That's why they skateboard. They It's not easy, you know? Like, people on scooters, it's a lot easier. You can just pull up, you know what I mean? It's, a, it's easier. There's less tricks, and, like, they're little kids and stuff, and they jump on it because it's easier than learning how to ollie. So I'm curious about how people feel in general, you know? Like, Lynch Mob Jr. writes, We just got a new park, and... Michigan, never thought it would happen because our town is the size of an intersection. <laughs> That's pretty sick. I wonder how you guys pulled it off. Young Sway, what up, my dude? Joe Sway, I'm hyped for this weekend, man. I hope you're ready. It's going to be fun, man. You've been killing it, so I know you always do. So consistently crushing, my homie. Devin's 10? My homie Lev just told me Devin's 10. He's killing it. He just board slid the big rail at the edge for the first time I filmed it. I'm going to put that online. Um... Nailed it. A couple hairy ones in the beginning almost sacked it, but uh, he wrote it off like perfect. Ben Reed, my dude, already knows. That's Ben at the skate park. That's the good homie. Uh, he actually just copped uh, the last All I Need series, the Seafood Vengeance. He copped that for me. Good looks. Actually, while I got you guys here, um, I got an email from our manufacturer today that our decks, the new Hobo series, All I Need Hobo series, should be here tomorrow, I believe. Which I'm really excited. I probably won't have time to put those online until after the New England Am, but they'll go up on the store. But they'll go out to shops first. Uh, if there's anybody out there that works at a skate shop or owns one, our boards are available through Eastern Skate Supply, which is uh, pretty cool. And I think Active actually sells some of our boards on the West Coast. If you guys ever see any out there, let me know. Um... Calibration says, weather has been fantastic for skating here. That's awesome. Which I DIY, well, sorry. Landon, shout out to Landon. What up, my dude? Oh, young game changer meant, can you ride a scooter? I mean, I probably could. I just don't want to. Like I said, like, once you learn to ollie and you have an ollie down, scooters just out. All these are hard, grant you. And I know a lot of scooter riders that come to the park and like, oh, I can do an ollie and a kickflip. And they can kind of do it, but uh, they just then they jump on their scooter. And I'm like, hey, you didn't really master the ollie or the kickflip. You still look sloppy as hell. You can do it, but you didn't really get it. Like a good ollie, something about that crisp pop and just having the timing and like building up the muscle. It takes time. It's not easy. Like I know you can just jump on a scooter and ride that bitch right away. That's why they give them to like 12 year old girls because they can just hop on them right away and it's safe. They got a handlebar. Your mommy and daddy is going to be happy you're riding your scooter instead of a skateboard. Like I get all that, but um, that does, I'm just saying skateboard, there's something about it. For those that do it, you understand, you know, you work really hard at those tricks. Even if you have three tricks, 
that could last you a lifetime trying to master those tricks. And there's endless amount of tricks. Skateboarding is different. That's all I can say about it. In my opinion, way better. Celtics are killing it. Shout out. That's awesome. Good for them. Someone says, fucking skateboarding. That's true. Oh, shit. Unpublished poet. Nice. Illiterate unpublished poet says, your Celtics board hangs above the TV. That's sick. The top of that deck, he's speaking about one of my old boards for World Industries, where it's like the jersey, the Celtics jersey, and then on the top is actually the parquet floor, which doesn't exist anymore, but uh, that was a basketball court, the floor. It had a like, very particular floor that's very legendary. For those that have been fans of the Boston Celtics for a while, you'll, you'll remember the parquet floor. Alright, so Skater Boy says, oh yeah. Like I said, I'm 13, but I'm trying to 360 foot down a five set in my neighborhood, and it's a battle. Nothing those little scooter kids can't do. <laughs> yeah, 360 flips. I'm still learning 360 flips. Landon said, Landon 68102 said, I just learned how to ollie. That's sick. Ollies are the best. And they take a whole life to fucking master. Like, I still, depends on the day, my ollies can be really shitty. <laughs> but if I'm feeling really good, I can get a nice cream, cl clean pop. And there's so many ways to use an ollie, too. You can ollie up something, down something, over something, onto something. Like, uh, fakey nolly, switch, regs. Ben, I'll see you at the New England Am. Shout out to Ben Reed again. Um, here's a good question. Skater Boy says, Do you know how old you gotta be to start working at a skate shop or help around? Well, at a skate shop, you can start helping instantly. If you're just a word of mouth, like if you're running around and being like, Yo, there's this cool skate shop. Check it out. Check it out. Tell all the homies about it, you know? Like, um, help build up the community if you're at the park or something. And, uh, support the shop by buying stuff. Keep the, Help them keep the doors open. Running a skate shop is fucking hard, dude. It's a small business. Any small business is hard to run, let alone a skateboard shop. Like, people aren't getting rich by owning skateboard shops. They're they're trying to live their love and, and help grow skateboarding, you know? So we gotta support those shops because those people are putting their money and their time on the line to try to keep those doors open and enjoy it. And a skate shop is huge, man. Skate shop saved my life. Thank you, Solstice Skate Shop, for saving my life. Like, without you, I don't know... Skateboarding has helped me find purpose, uh, as well as a lot of you, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure it gives you purpose and and makes you feel joy and happiness. And all all my friends and family, even my lady, I found from skateboarding. She was working at a skateboard shop, and um, it all started because someone decided to open up a skateboard shop and live the lifestyle and share that with people and grow that community and be good to it. You know, not just try to sell it out and hoard it out, or but actually build. A f bunch of people together that build shit and DIY parks and create videos and do contests and skate jams and invite other people to their scene and they keep the heartbeat of skateboarding going like fuck selling it like the only reason you know like if you're gonna do it you gotta live it breathe it love it you know it's hard man I love skate shops but uh I imagine 16 is like the legal age you gotta check with your state see what the legal age where you can start working is but um, I think Massachusetts, it might be 16. But you can help a skate shop out just by being a word-of-mouth piece. Like, running around telling people, word-of-mouth. Yo, check out Solstice. Check out Solstice Skate Shop, New Bedford, Mass. It's fucking sick. They sell all this sick skateboard stuff, and they do all this cool stuff for the skateboard community. Like, for me, I always rep Solstice because they really made a difference in my life. And I would tell people, I'm like, yeah, they'll hook me up. Like, 
with their old stuff. Like I couldn't afford it. And then once I could afford it, I'd just go in there and buy the decks. And they would like, they would always bring skateboard teams in and they'd always throw these jams and they would always make the videos, which made me so sparked on the idea of having a video part, which is awesome. I know internet age and video parts, I don't know where they stand now, but I love video parts. I like working on a project and putting it out. But that all stems from one person's spark for skateboarding. And they opened up a shop. They took on a hard thing and they challenged themselves and kept it going. For Solstice has been open for 21 years or whatever it was. I'm so, I've been skating for 21, so I wonder. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, Alright, I'm ranting, sorry. Lynch Mob Jr. says, Anybody know offhand what size the Hobo Series boards are in and Dope Series? Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, I should know off the top of my head, but I don't know. So I'm sorry. I think my pro model is an 8.5, though. Let's see. We'll keep rolling. Um, young Game Chamber Changer says he got his board at Levitate. Levitate Surf and Skate. I think it's in Marshfield. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, sick Skate Surf Shop. There's a sick park right there. They do a huge festival. Shout out to Levitate. Um, surf and skate. Um, quick question about the New England Am. AJ Pearson 5 asks, are spectators able to go this weekend? Yes, so this weekend, Saturday, November 4th, and Sunday, November 5th, if you want to watch, we set up bleachers at the skate park. How crazy is that? And we actually, um, if you check out All I Need Skate on YouTube, um, I just filmed Peter James Glenn, our artist. He just painted the New England Am lobster. He's doing like a sick kickflip right there. I was pretty hyped on that mural. Um, but yeah, there's seating. You can come watch for free. Please, if you're out there and this weekend and you want to watch some of the most amazing skateboarding go down, the edge in Taunton, Massachusetts is a place to be. There's shops coming from all over the place. Um, I just locked in talent from, uh, I believe it's Vermont skate shop, skate shop and a skate park. Those guys have heavy hitters. Jordan Maxim's from there and uh, a couple other dudes, the Hale brothers. I believe it's Shane and Colin, those guys, like. But yeah, it's free to come watch, man. Just come. We got bleachers, spots to post up. You can film some clips, shoot some photos, tag it uh, at, uh, at New England and please. Landon said Solstice is where he got his board. That's cool. Um, To work in Mass. Oh, it's 14. Someone said the legal age of Massachusetts is 14. So you can start working at a skate shop when you're 14. 14 seems early. I mean, like... It shouldn't be. Like, at 14, if you have, like, some focus and drive and you want to try to figure out, you know, a little retail work or something, that seems like it makes sense. But 14. Oh, here we go. Skater Boy. Do you know any Massachusetts skating companies looking for young riders or that can help me afford boards because money is hard for me and I'm always breaking my board and my na Nana is basically working? I don't know any... I mean... It's kind of tough to just ask for a sponsor like that, you know? I would say if you're 14 or over in Massachusetts, you could get a job and start saving it. Or you could collect, collect cans. What I did when I was younger is uh, my sister, she worked at this bakery in P-Town. Um, P-Town's on the very tip of the Cape Cod. Uh, and it's a town out there. And she worked there at this Portuguese bakery. And it was like a touristy place. So um, it's actually known for like uh being like a gay spot like all gay people go to p-town and set up businesses and stuff which is pretty funny it's like pretty sick out there i'm not gonna lie when i'd go as a little kid i was like never experienced a world like that but it was cool people would be running around 
just like uh some people would be have like assless chaps like some people it was like a spectacle but there's like just normal people that are open and rad and um it was inviting you know for people especially back then like um when i was little it wasn't always cool to be gay you know like people always there's a lot of people that talk shit or can't be comfortable with themselves let alone other people that choose to live their life differently my uncle was gay i was named after him tony and i loved him very much awesome person so i never really had any harsh towards harsh feelings toward them but i'd be out there my sister's working out there and uh she would just it's a touristy place so she'd bring one of those big blue jugs the water jugs you know and they're like big gallon ones and she would just put all her change in that and i would fucking somehow hustle up a ride to go up to p-town and at the tip of cape cod and uh she would give it to me and it'd be like almost 150 bucks sometimes and that's where i'd go get my new board you know it was occasionally you know and then other times like some skate shops would give me their old boards or throw them out and i'd find them and i'd ride them and whatnot but um yeah i dude that's not the way to get sponsored uh i don't think that was your intention you know i think you're just asking genuinely but i would say you got to sponsor yourself first like if you can't that's what i tell a lot of people is like you gotta sponsor yourself first. You, you gotta be able to take care of your own needs first. Because why, you know, like if you can take care of yourself, then maybe it, sponsors will just come to you, you know? Because you don't need them. But if you need them, then it's gonna be a rough road, you know? Um, but keep at it, dude. Don't give up. I, when I was younger, I felt the same way, you know? I wanted to sponsor someone to support me and help me going because I was skating a shit ton and I was going through product like so fast and it was just like break and i couldn't skate my shoes would go through but um i just hustled dude like i said i got a dishwashing job uh my sister would hook it up occasionally solstice would give me their old throwaway shit like old decks um you just hustle you make your way through and you find a way to keep it there you know but definitely worry about sponsoring yourself and the way you sponsor yourself is you get work ethic first you learn that you can work hard and you understand that and through, through getting jobs and trying and seeing what you like and then knowing you can make a living off of your work you know do that before you get a sponsor you know some people just get sponsors right away and they're so little and they don't even have work ethic or any history or know why they're doing it you know and those are always bad stories because they get everything they want and then it all falls apart and then they're fucking lost Calibration says, you filming a part right now. I am in a, such a weird crossroads with video parts. I love video parts. It's one of my favorite things in skateboarding is filming a video part. It's something I love very much. And uh, But I've been filming for my YouTube channel. So all I need is skate. Uh, YouTube.com YouTube forward slash all I need skate. And... Uh, it's been consuming my life. Like, I've been filming everyone else and just, like, making these edits, and it's so fun, and I look at it like collecting memories. So if you go look at that channel, it's, like, years of just memories for me. Like, they would probably bring me to tears. It's all my friends and all the events we've been to and all the cool stuff and all all the uh, stuff I'm blessed to experience because of skateboarding. Thank you. Um, so I've been doing that a lot, but I have been stacking clips. I have been stagging clips. Um, we've been saving some of the bangers, you know? Like, we go out filming for the vlog, for the YouTube channel, and we'll save some of the bangers just to hang on to because dudes are working on uh, video parts and projects. And I have a, I have some clips saved. I don't have a video part yet, but um, I would love to have another video part. But I'm just at a weird spot. I'm, like, 34. I really want to put out, like, something I'm super proud of. 
you know, and every trick I work so hard for, and, and it's like, my time's like taken up now. It's not like I was 22 and I'm traveling the world getting paid to just skateboard. Now I run skateboard brands and I maintain the podcast and I work at screen printing and embroidery with apparel and just like multiple jobs and hustles, you know? So, and I build up the New England Am and we throw these events and um, I've become a filmer and an editor at this point. Cause, and I love all these things. These are all, I'm not complaining by any means. These are all really awesome things. But uh, it divides up my time. I can't. So I'm trying to keep filming tricks and focus on a video part. But it's hard, too, because with the YouTube channel, it's like, you know, as long as the Internet doesn't fucking disappear, you know, which we all need it, um, those memories are there, you know? Like, I'm st I almost want to put my tricks just in that. I just want to put it out weekly, like one trick a week or something. Or I just want to, like, share it because, you know, we're in the land of milk and honey. You can use the date you got to move it by or it just expires and spoils so but i don't know i have tricks let me know let me know if i should put out if i should focus on a full part or if i should just leak them as they come you know because i'm still skating my ass off and i'm still like the other couple weeks ago i got this kick for back tail that like i didn't i didn't think i could do and it was something i really felt was really good for myself you know like i worked really hard and wasn't sure if i would get it you know and pulled it off so um i got this ollie too like training to train anything super sketchy but i'm hyped to show you guys that but i'm just sitting on it right now because i like i'm like am i gonna actually get the time to film the full video part that would be amazing we'll see though let me see uh to love so i try to help out that's good much love and respect thank you adam pike um by buying my own boards yeah that's rad you gotta hustle skater boy um I wouldn't worry about sponsors, man. I would just worry about sponsoring yourself, figuring out what you need in your life, and focusing on um, skating, but just making sure you can pay your way, you know? I don't know how old you are, but, you know, 14, I guess, in Massachusetts is <laughs> when you can start hustling. But, um, yeah, if you want to sponsor, that was something I wanted to talk about tonight, actually, was sponsorship. It's been on my mind for a while, because I feel like a lot of people just want to get sponsored. They just want... And I'm not saying that's what you want, but I'm saying in general, I, I get a lot of feedback from people that they want to do something that someone will sponsor them. And that's why I keep saying sponsor yourself first. Like, take care of your own needs. Like, the, you won't be so desperate if you can pay your own way and you can sponsor yourself. You know, you can build off of that. But if you're just trying to get a sponsor before you can even take care of yourself, like you're living at home and your parents are paying your way and you, like, and you just want someone to sponsor you, I mean, that's going to be tough, you know, like so many people out there and just go look on the internet there's millions of people that are so good at skateboarding you know the best way to get sponsored literally is to support your local skate shop in your local if you don't have one then you build one or you support your local skate park or start throwing an event like give back to skateboarding that's the best way to get sponsored is give back and build up skateboarding because then you'll you'll that's that'll pay you right there you'll have so many new friends you'll have a whole community of people that will just be so thankful that you guys are hanging on and fighting for skating and keeping it around and building it up and doing cool shit and all those memories and like however you can spread the spark and fire and hype that's inside of you if you can share that and build it up like sponsors will come you know but it's marshfield thank you that's where levitate is Landon says Edge is dope. I love that skate park. We're actually building the new hubbas tonight. They're smaller. I was stoked on that because we have some big up across and down hubbas, 
but you gotta really get be in the mood to get down on those things. So I built, I didn't build it, but I told them I was like, look, we gotta build a smaller one for young bucks and like me, because I, you know, like I want to get more tech on this thing. So we're, that's halfway done. It might even be done. I, I gotta go to the park tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow too, I gotta run to Narragansett, Rhode Island, to pick up the Narragansett beer for the New England Am after party. Shout out to Narragansett beer for sponsoring the New England Am. That was cool. They used to sponsor the podcast back in the day, but like I said, try not to have sponsors on the podcast. Um, but the contest, by all means, if you want to, if there's anyone out there who wants to support the New England AM, this is our fourth annual one. I want to keep this going. There's so many good skateboarders out here. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like I feel like there needs to be more adult skateboarders that take on the responsibility of starting a shop or a brand or whatever and growing it and turning people pro because there's a lot of people out here that i imagine in california there's a lot more pros than on the east coast someone let me know figure out the ratio but i think it's just a matter of taking the responsibility and building the skate community and giving back and building it up and letting everyone be a part and hopefully you know this you can do it you know it's hard hard work that's the one thing i'll say but if you love skating or you need it in your life it's fucking more rewarding than I'll, I'd ever imagine. You know, I love skateboarding. Clearly, um, Skater Boy says I've been working on the video part, so I can't, so I can get noticed. Well, work on the video part because it'll be sick just to put something out. Like work hard on your tricks and then put them all together with a song and like get the lines and like you can put it, edit it yourself nowadays on your phone or on your computer and like there's nothing more rewarding than filming a video part and putting it out there for people to check it out. Like, for sure. Just people check it out. Just to be like, yeah, check this out. Not because you want them to see how good you are or whatever, but just to say, look what I created. This is the effort. This is my time. I put it into skating, and I put it with some music that represents me, or no music, I don't know, and then just put it out there. Share your art. You'll get, it'll be sick. People will be hyped. I love watching video parts. I watch them all. Young Game Changer says, have you ever skated anywhere in Middleborough? Yeah. Kevin Clem, the only AM rider for World Industries at the moment. Kevin is so fucking gnarly. He's from Middleborough. He's the man, and uh, I've skated Middleborough with him. They have a sick DIY quarter pipe there that I skated in the past, but we skated street stuff too. Dylan Fiera says, I have your autograph. Uh, you're literally my idol. Thank you. <laughs> That's cool, man. Um, can I get a shout out on your Insta? Fbrown999 wants a shout out. There you go. You just got it on the live feed. Shout out. Lynch Mob Jr. writes, Brian Anderson needs to get on the Shetler show. 100%. BA, let's do this. I see him around too. And he knows who I am, which is pretty sick. And uh, he's I've always been a huge fan of BA skating since I was little. He was one of the dudes. For some reason, I always like just dudes that are massive. And have a lot of power. So like Steve Nesser, Aaron Susky, Brian Anderson. These are some of my favorite fucking skaters. And they're legendary. They kill it, you know. I agree. I'll reach out to Brian. I might have asked him before. But I'll reach back out for sure. You know. You're a dank skater and a good man. FB Brown 999 Thanks, man. I appreciate it. There's your shout out. You get another one, homie. Uh-uh. You listen to Nil and Hell yeah. Subscriber. Good look. Please subscribe to the All I Need All I Need Skate channel. I, I respond to the comments and make this shit happen. It's so fun. Um, Skater Boy said, you made a good point, man. Thank you. I should focus on sponsoring myself. Thanks, G. No worries, homie. I just That's just life advice. That's not even like 
if you have a spark inside of you, just figure out how to, like, work, sponsor yourself, get that shit down, and then, you know, keep working at your skating and sharing it and building up your skate community, and then you can start looking for sponsors, because they're going to see you, they're going to see what you're doing for skating and giving back, and they're going to want to keep that fire burning in you and help you, you know, but... So that's what I try to do. I try to always help out Solstice Skate Shop and help out all the skaters around here. And that's why I built the brand. I'm like, there's so many good skateboarders and we got to start doing some trips. These guys got to travel. Like all the great things that I received from skating, you know, I want to share that, you know, and uh, with people that are dedicated and that can take care of themselves. Like everybody who rides for all I need can sponsor themselves. They work jobs. They're focused. They got purpose. Like, and they come to All I Need to help build it up because they, they get the idea and the concept of the brand and they want to contribute and they move it forward, you know? Um, so it's rad, you know? You got to be independent with or without sponsors. Sponsors can come and go, you know? But, like, if you can take care of yourself, you know, then you don't need them, you know? That's a good position to be at, you know? A lot of people just want it. They get into stuff just to get sponsored and get fame and money and all that shit's so fleeting. Especially if you stay with something long enough. Like, I've... Been skating 21 years, 13 to 34, and, like, I've had sponsors, I've had the boards, I've had the shoes, and they came and they went, and then they came back, and then, who knows, they'll probably go again. Like, the longer you stay in skating, too, like, I was kind of touching on it with the video parts, is, like, I'm 34, so I'll be 48 if I'm lucky, and I won't be able to do what I used to be able to do, so I won't be able to be the pro anymore, but I still want to be a part of it, you know, and I, like, want to contribute and help, because skating is a dream, it's beautiful, and everyone should have a part of that, you know, or be a part of that. It means a lot, you know, not not anything financial or materialistic or any of that shit, none of that shit matters. It's like the hours and the memories and the friends and the connections and and the gratitude and just the the joy you get from actually just skating. The therapy. I got so much therapy from skating. It helped me work out all my bullshit. Just being able to go skate and meet other people that are passionate about something just helped me connect and understand that I had to get through all my issues that I'm I dealt with growing up, you know? A lot of a lot of the times we are our own worst problems. We don't see it, you know? That's why it's like when you meet someone stubborn and they keep doing the same thing and they're getting the same results and it's not good for them. You're like, dude, you just need to realize that you need to change because you're doing the same thing over and over thinking another result's going to come. But it's it's not. You're kind of trapping yourself, you know. A lot of it is we have to shed our our bad ways, you know. But that takes time to understand and see and, and to do. And it's not easy. You got to look in the mirror and be like, oh, man. I thought I had it figured out, but I don't. And I imagine we got to do that until we go to our graves. We got to keep figuring it out, you know. Because it's you know we come into this world and you just you just got to figure it out. No one tells you how to do it, you know. And there's a lot of pitfalls, especially in America, the land of the free. That means you're free to do whatever you want, <laughs> lie, cheat, and steal. So there's a lot of people that come into this world innocent, and then they hit all these speed bumps and all these pitfalls and. It makes your life really fucking hard and you can get jaded and cynical, you know, and, you know, you could get depressed, you could fall on, the world's set up to fuck us, you know, like our food, they sell you, they leave enough shitty food around for you to feed yourself, it's always the cheapest, you know, for poor people, you're eating shitty or like, um, drug addictions and things like that, like I want to do a podcast actually with Corey Goonan, cause he's dealt with drug issues in the past and he's open to talk about it and I, I I've had issues with drugs not in the sense that i can't control my drugs gunan was more like he did drugs and couldn't control it for me my mom did drugs and couldn't control it so like i have the perspective of being a kid going having to deal with a drug addict 
and Gunan has a cool and different perspective because he fell for the drug thing and like hooked him and he battled out of it, you know. So we're gonna do a live feed um, after the New England Am. I'm gonna have him come on so he can talk about his experience and I can talk about my perspective on things. And we already kind of had this conversation um, the other day, just kind of like warming up, but we'll, we'll record it for everyone because drugs is an important thing. Like, is everything's a drug, you know? Like, I battle sugar. Sugar is mine one because it's just, I have a sweet tooth. And sugar is one of the gnarliest ones because obesity. Think about that, man. How many people have to deal with just being unhealthy and not their, the quality of their life is just from eating too much shitty food. Their quality is like diabetes and just like obesity and wheelchairs. Like, you go, America has, has a problem with that for sure. There's variants of drugs too, like caffeine and they get heavier onto like crack, heroin, like, Instagram, the internet's a fucking drug. <laughs> I'm sorry to digress or go take a side trail there. Lynch Mob Jr. writes, focus on a full part. Full parts are more meaningful, lasting, and impactful. I feel that way too. Um, I don't know how impactful they are these days. I hope they are still as impactful. Because before the video part, it was like it came out on a DVD, you know? And you would buy that DVD and you'd have that DVD for months and months and you'd watch it over and over again. Now it's like people just go online and click through it, you know? You watch a sick part, it gets you stoked. But I don't know if it's the same as like when you bought that DVD or that VHS. I'm that old. I remember VHSs to this day, you know? Um, I do love seeing a full video part though. More than anything, I just like when people create content and put it out on the regs. But I don't know. The... the I wonder. Gunan feels the same. He like wants to work on a video part. That gives me hope because the more people that want to work on video parts and put something out, that's the that's good, you know. So I'm working on it. I think I'm gonna put one out, man. Maybe my last video part. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe not. But may I wanted. That's the thing that I'm at. Is like, do I have enough time to really give it a fair justice? It might take years. Like I remember looking back at the old um flip videos and shit they would take like three four years to film one video and that's like how i feel i'd have to do it is take three years to film a video part because i don't i don't have as much free time as i wish and physically i can you know and get a trick a week i guess like reynolds I'm still stacking though boys still stacking <laughs> um how do you feel about the edge having custom edge grip with their sick logos cool stoked on that Grip tips, rad. Joe Krolik, shout out, Krolik. What up, my dude? <laughs> the man. Talking about filming and editing. Joe's the man, dude. I think he's got a YouTube channel, too. Skatebearder. That's a funny name. He writes, I love seeing the video part, but I really love seeing the uncut shit with all the bails. Shows how hard you fought for tricks. Hell yeah. I love, like, the B-sides or the scraps. When I, In all our vlogs, I always put some, a lot of that stuff in there. So you can see that it wasn't just a, you know, like, when you watch a video part, it's, like, curated. So you cut it down to just the best shit ever. And, like, you make it look like you're a fucking superhero or whatever. And you just nailed everything first try. But I agree. All that extra stuff, all those battles and bails and slams and awkwardness, it all adds to it. So I love seeing that stuff, too. Um, Landon, the next podcast will be up tonight, probably the one we're recording right this second will be up tonight. You guys are getting it on the live feed tonight, but this one's going up tonight, hopefully. Um, Skate Bearder says, I totally relate, I totally relate to being addicted to sugar candy and sugar cereal. Cereal is one I cut out. 
of my diet. Which I'm glad I did. Because cereal is so fucking good. I could eat it day and night. I could eat it breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get the right cereal. And some of them are so sugary. So I just altogether cut that out. And I also tried cutting... I've tried cutting out bread. Like when I go grocery shopping, I don't buy bread. I was buying these wraps for a minute, but I even stopped doing that. I'll just buy deli meat and cheese, make like finger foods. Um, but I do eat bread still. Like if I go out and get a hamburger somewhere, whatever, I'll, I'll get it. Um, Laura Jane Kelly. I hope you're coming this weekend. The ladies jam is going to be legendary. It's our first one and it's going to be fun. Um, got some cool prizes too. And good times as always is. Um, she writes, do it, video part or die. <laughs> yes, video part or die, that's sick. <laughs> Lynch Mob Jr. says, ha, fuck yeah, first VHS I saw was Tilt Mode, Man Down, and Flip, sorry. Tilt Mode videos are classic, I hope those guys are still doing it. I feel like I'm a little disconnected from the whole video scene, I see stuff online still, but... I need to lurk online a little bit. But the Tilmo dudes kill it, for sure. Um, Skater Boy writes, We met once before when you set up that filmer board. Oh, dope. Alright. Sick, man. Um, RayZNYC underscore one writes, Do you like graffiti? Yeah. Graffiti's sick, man. Very cool. I love art, man. I mean... That's like a big thing in my life. Like my homie Peter, he doesn't do graffiti. Or maybe he does, I'll have to ask him. But art is like one of my main motivators. Like creating art is like, or just getting people's art out there is like what I love. Um, graffiti's sick, man. I love, they have quite the culture of just renegade stuff and doing their art even though people are shaming them. And, and they've also hit mainstream too with it. Graffiti's sick. I think it's rad. I hope that's what you're asking about, yeah. Alright, cool. They're asking about the next lock-in at the edge. After I get past the New England end this weekend, I'm going to start working on the next, the third lock-in at the edge. Which is pretty sick. We lock everyone in for the night, and it gets pretty wild. Um, it's really, really rad. Uh, another question. This was one from, I think on Instagram. Not the live feed, but... It says, what keeps you motivated? Um, I have, like... Endless motivation for some reason. I don't know what it's from. Um, maybe just because I grew up the way I did, you know, like a broken home and my mom dealt with drugs and I was constantly like worried about the bottom falling out and her like not getting her shit together. It just constantly made me like motivated to like be better or to do better and try to help the family and help my mom and. Like, I, I, for a long time, I wanted to be super rich. That was my thing. Like, I, but just because I wanted money just to, like, support my family, because I was like, money would fix things. As I get older, I was like, now I realize that nothing could fix my mom, and, like, except for herself, you know? Like, money would have just buried her even worse, you know? That's an issue you gotta deal with, like, when you grow up in poverty. It's just that money thing. You have to deal with that because the bills are never getting paid, and it's causing so much strife, and, like, you don't have any clothes. Like, I, always had the worst clothes like I was embarrassed to go to school because I had like holes in my shit and like they were dirty I never had clean laundry and like I clearly was like dirty and poor you know like and living in the projects and trailer parks and like so money is always a thing you know and it, it's sad because we value money then we value human life and what's the fucking point of money 
if there's no one alive, you know what I mean? Like, you, you let, people will kill for money, you know what I mean? It's like, that's ridiculous. The human life and soul or spirit, whatever you want to call it, is worth more than just gold, you know? So, um, just for the Instagram Live, people, you got a minute 30 left remaining. I guess there's a time limit on the Instagram Live, and it just gave me an update that says we have a minute 30. So I'm going to do an ending for you guys, and then for the people on the podcast, I'm going to go a little bit longer. You'll get the extended episode. I got some more questions about motivation and what influences me. Um, but yeah, thank you to everybody on Instagram Live. Anyone who follows All I Need Skate on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, it's just at All I Need Skate. Um, please check out our YouTube channel. Like I said, we got edits going up weekly. I'm very proud of that. It's the whole history of the brand and the riders, and we're collecting memories of every session we go on, and it's all the B-sides and more, you know, and bangers as well. So um, check that all out, man. Um, here for the beers. This deserves more viewers. They'll come when they come, man. Either way, uh, I look at you guys. You guys are like the whole world, man. Even if it was one person watching... Uh, I feel like uh, as a skateboarder, we should value that. Like I, I appreciate even every single one of you people for even listening to anything I have to say. Uh, and more importantly, I thank you and I appreciate you guys supporting and loving skateboarding and keeping it in your life no matter how old you are. Because uh, how young, how old, or whatever, like whether you're gender, gay, whatever, I just appreciate that people have found skateboarding and have managed to uh, fall in love with it and uh, give back to it and keep it going. Because it changed lives. It helps. It rescues. It saves. It It's whatever you want it to be. It's free. That's what we all strive to be. But I'll, I'll catch you guys later on the Instagram. Um, peace. Let me just share this real quick and then I'll come back. Yeah, I'm hyped I'm back, guys. I'm hyped to be back on the podcast. Uh, it's been a little bit. The last one... Oh, where were we last time? I believe Ben Ross came to the house. We green screened it. Um, there's a video version of the podcast up as well as the audio. But uh, I'm hyped to be back, man. I've been super busy this week. New England Ams this weekend, as you've already heard. But uh, I've been thinking about the podcast all week. I'm like, I want to get back there. And I didn't have a guest lined up. Although I talked to Simon Woodstock. Um, and he's down. I don't know if you guys remember Simon Woodstock, but he is quite the character. Like, I remember when I was younger, he'd, like, juggle knives and do kickflips and, like, all these outrageous shit, like, before, um, before all this stuff on MTV with Bam and his crew. But, like, he was just, like, the original dude doing all this crazy weird stuff. And, uh, I believe now he's, like, a full-on pastor, 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 or, um, I believe... I think he's an invent he's like uh spreading the word of gospel sorry i couldn't think of a word um but either way i want to follow up with him and see and ask him about how he found skating and where it's taken him and all that stuff and big brother he used to have all these crazy antics and like he did some pretty insane shit um but he said he was down so i gotta email him but i just trying to get past this weekend first because i know it's going to be heavy and i'm going to be exhausted i always lose my voice at these contests because seriously it's the most intense skating like dudes are so gnarly and i'm just screaming like and it's two days of it, and it's so fun, but it takes, like, I literally, like, am sweating, and I'm not even skating, I'm just on the mic and, like, organizing and keeping the event moving. It's, like, I hope all, anybody that listens to this that's local, or even if you're far away, man, it's a two-day event, we got the after party, like, if you can make it, it'll be sick, I promise you, it'll be quite the show, it's unbelievable. Um, and it'd be cool if you came, say what up, I'll meet you guys, especially if you listen to the podcast, like, I feel like this is our safety room or our, like, um, uh, 
it's just something we have that's uniquely ours, you know, and it's, I feel like uh, I talk a lot, it's be sick to say hi, and know who listens to the show, and shake hands, and it just make me, it just make me more motivated, speaking of motivation, it's like, this, just all of this, all the feedback, all the love, all the energy, and just the growth of it is so cool, and to be in this position means a lot to me, and uh, makes me nervous, and, but I'm honored, you know, like, this is cool, and I couldn't be here without you guys and your help. This is something together we we're creating with this podcast. Um, over 200 episodes now and counting, you know? Uh, it's insane, so thank you. But uh, back to the questions. Anyways, what keeps me motivated? Uh, I've always had endless motivation for as long as I can remember. And like I was saying with my family, and it kind of made me because it was more survival mode back then. Um, I did worry about that. I was like, oh, if I do manage to work my way out of poverty and... Uh, and have money, like, would it kill my drive, you know, and, uh, I don't think it will, <laughs> I just, it, I, I look at money as, like, the more I could do, the more money I make, the more I can do to create a skateboard world, you know, like, we could do more podcasts, we could do it on bigger levels, or more skateboards, more apparel, more skateboarding footwear, more events, more pros, more ams, more traveling, like, not just for me, but just for all I need to grow it, and, and to work with more artists and have more art in the world and like so like the more I, i'm like motivated to do even more if more money came you know like if it was that option you know i do everything i can with what i with the means we have you know like i even still work the nine to five and just so i don't have to i can sponsor myself you know so i don't have to live off of any of this stuff and it can grow independent of myself um which i think is, is important you know um so I still keep my 9 to 5, you know, like I'm screen printing in apparel, I'm in a warehouse, folding clothes, working, and and uh, listening to podcasts, <laughs> to be honest. That was a question earlier, someone asked me if uh, other podcasts influence me, and they do. Actually, I listened to a great one today, um, I believe it's the Jocko Willick, Willink podcast, um, and he had um, Jordan Peterson on. And uh, they had an amazing conversation. I like the Joe Rogan podcast a lot. I think I spoke about that. Um, if I need to laugh, I'll go fighter and the kid for some fucking silliness. Uh, some good NPR ones out there. Podcasts definitely make me motivated. What I like about listening to podcasts is just um, new information, new ways of saying things, different people's perspectives, conversation. Like, we're so busy. Everyone's so busy. Like, working jobs and, like, trying to pursue a dream and a passion and, like, trying to grow these things out of a recession, you know, and, uh, so everyone's working more than they ever had to before, I imagine, and, uh, the podcast, you know, even if you're doing something that you might not enjoy, or that's just your work, your job, and whatever, you still want to, like, think, you know, so putting that podcast in, it helps me explore the cosmos while I'm doing, you know, sometimes meaningless shit, like counting and folding and boxing, Although I'm great at all of it, because I take it serious, and I <laughs> once you do something, what is it, ten thousand hour rule? Like when you do something long enough, you can master it. Like for sure, lock it down, you know. But uh, and I, I, it becomes pleasurable at times, which is fucking weird to say, but um, but yeah, I love exploring the cosmos and other people's ideas and thoughts. And the podcast is uh, I like to consume them as well as create them, you know. And they motivate me, for sure. They motivate me. A, a lot of what I get from podcasts is, like, reassurance. Because a lot of times I'm in my own head all the time. Like, I've tried to get better with that. Like, meditating and, like, focusing and, like, um, not having conversations with myself as much. As crazy as that sounds. Sorry. 
little vulnerable right now, but uh, let me know if you ha- have had that in the past. Mine were more more in the past. I would talk to myself a lot, but a lot of times it's just because I'm an introvert and I like was dealing with heavy concepts that I didn't always want to tell people about because they're kind of embarrassing or I didn't want to put a burden on them, like talking about my mom and my father and all the drugs and violence and you know losing them and uh, it's like who wants to listen to that all the time, <laughs> you know? Like especially if you don't know me, so. Um, so I'd have these conversations in my head about these heavy concepts, and I'd think about them and weigh them in my head, and the well-being, and about about humanity, and the way we think, and um, our emotional states, and how shit's ass backwards. I have all this in my head going on 24-7, and my closest friends probably tell me to shut the fuck up, because I talk about this shit all the time, almost preachy, but I, it, it weighs heavy on me at times, you know? Uh... That's why I like doing this. I'm glad you guys let me talk. I try not to abuse that, but, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, all that shit motivates me. Because I think about how much better life could be. I feel like we could design our lives to be beautiful, you know? And to have our time. To own our own time. And to still have purpose, you know? Like, I think... They think, like, if uh, you didn't have to work some job you hated or, like, whatever, if you were actually master of your own time and you could just, they think that you would just dick off. I'm sure millions of people, I'm sure a lot of people would just do nothing. Like a welfare state, if they just gave everyone 30 grand a year or whatever, what would people do? Would they still put it into their passion? Would they Would they pay for their homies' passions? Like... Imagine if you had 30 grand more a year. Like, I think that pre-recession, that's what people made. I read the Wikipedia page about the Great Recession we went through, and uh, they made 30 grand more a year. If I had 30 grand more a year, you know what I'd do with that? That would be like, I'd buy all the homies pro boards. Like, I would give it back to the arts and to other people that were focused and driven and, like, I would just recycle it back in and give it, you know, like the giving economy, sharing, and like, you know, you'd obviously keep enough for your your needs and, you know, to have some things that you worked for and like, you know, but but I'm sure people wouldn't, I don't know, who knows, I, I don't know, I hope people wouldn't be as greedy and selfish and just ball out, but you see such excess in America and Western culture or just the world in general, like, makes you nervous, you know? There's a disconnection, too, like, um, for me, like, growing up in poverty and being poor, I always had this connection with money and knowing that, like, you know, there was never any money and how much power money wielded, you know? Like, if you got money, you could pay your bills, and that's powerful, and you could feed yourself, and that's powerful, like, but I have people that come from, like, good, I don't want to say good families, but families that are well off, that have money, you know, and sometimes they don't even know the, the actual weight or the actual value of money, because it's always been there, they've never, like, so they, they can be careless with it, and, and spend it, and whatever, you know, like, um, yeah, I'm rambling, but, regardless, I don't know what people would do, if, uh, if they had more money, you know, or would they, I don't know what we're gonna do, I, I see Facebook, and Instagram, and Twitter, and they're all, like, at least Facebook and Instagram, they're trying to monetize, they're trying to set it up so you can buy, sell, build, trade, like, share online, and, like, I see all this stuff going on, and I don't know what they're trying to do, I, I'm assuming they're trying to make some sort of digital economy, where people could live their dreams, and their passions, and they could work hard to build them up, and build a business plan, and, and, uh, 
figure out a way to like make it easy for people to share their money their extra money you know we got to cover our needs you have to you know like if you don't take care of yourself you can't take care of anybody else you know because then you're gone that's like rule number one like right on the airplane you have to take buckle your own before you buckle the other one you know um but our needs are modest you know shelter food loved ones you know um but i don't know I'm curious as to how this whole shit's going to play out, man. I'm optimistic, and I know we're all working a lot, and uh, I hope we're all get, trying to get better, because I'm trying daily. I'm trying to be better um, with my language, uh, with how I understand the words that are coming to my mouth. I look up a lot of definitions so I can mean what I say and know what I'm saying. Um, you know, Like I said, I think we go to our graves trying to get better and better and better see how high we can climb you know as individuals um but we got to be easy on ourselves too because i know at times i can be way too hard and way too rigid and uh it becomes overwhelming and then i need to relax and remind myself that we're just on a ride and that i'm only human and you know we're gonna make mistakes but we gotta embrace them and move forward forward and try not to make them again super hard with like you know, you have people around you too and you worry about them and you want to see them develop. Like I'm around, I'm at the skate park and out in the streets and skating with a lot of people that are 20, even younger, but 20 to 25 and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do and they're trying to develop their character and become like someone who can take care of themselves and still chase their dream and keep their sanity in this country where, you know, everything is set up to get get you, you know, to fuck you. It's insane. We don't even have healthcare, you know? Even that's a hustle. It's so confusing, no one fucking understands it. That's how you know it's not truthful. That's not fair. Like, but hopefully, we're working on all this stuff, you know? Um, hopefully, if we each do it individually, we'll inspire those around us, and then we'll all be together in this beautiful world we built, you know? And we'll actually appreciate it. I hope. I hope that's what we're going for. If you pull back, I guess you look at where we were to where we are as, as humans. We're no longer in the mud fighting and stabbing. I guess some people are, but as a collective, like I feel like we've, we're building something very complex that has slowly gotten better and has eased the strain of life, I hope. Um, yeah, either way, I'm grateful. Um, yeah, motivation. So, I don't know. Another thing that motivates me these days is uh, those people I was just speaking of, those young people that found skateboarding and fall in love with it and then watching what they do with it and what they build with it and how they help out. Like, that inspires the shit out of me. Like, all the dudes that ride for all I need in world, those guys inspire me 24-7. I look at them and watching them develop and figure out who they are and empower, be empowered and know their influence and build up skateboarding because they love it and they know it brings joy, you know, like that stuff and it inspires me. Anyone who opens up a skate shop, hands down, you're a fucking skate legend god, you know. You're as much as a pro as any pro out there. You put your money and your time into to a skateboard shop. My god, you know, I appreciate that. Music, I like the new Brother Ali album. Um, I'm not religious, but uh, I like I like it nonetheless, you know. Like I'm not... I don't sign up to any religion or whatever, but um, there's a lot of good stuff in there that uh, I really enjoy. Some music. Um, yeah. My lady. My lady inspires me. Lady Dash. She pole dances, which you guys probably know, uh, but the new listeners might not know. I've been filming her. Uh, they started Mission Motion, which is a pole dancing event. 
um, basically like a New England am, but smaller, you know, and they're trying to grow it because they love pole dancing and they want to normalize it so more people will do it and they can share that with people. So they they want to be like, they want to put this show on so people can see that it's art and it's expression and that they put their lives and time and their efforts into it. So um, I'm just taking my experience with skateboarding and applying it to that, which I think it'll be easy because it's beautiful, strong girls that uh, are athletic and creative and artistic and uh, it's at a bar. So um, <laughs> seems like it'll work. We just got to build it up, you know? Uh I filmed their their first edit, uh, which will go online shortly, and uh, I was pretty stoked on it. it. Came out awesome, and now I already know what I want to do for the next one and how I can improve it. You know, so we got one done. Uh, I think that's it, man. I think I rambled on long enough. I think I covered everything. New England Am is this weekend, November fourth and fifth. How we all love skateboarding. <laughs> how it saves lives, or it makes lives, or changes lives, or Gives you an avenue to create your own and find purpose. I don't know. It's amazing. You guys get it already, I'm sure. Um, yeah, shout out to all you guys. You guys are epic. Um, and thank you again for all your support. Uh, Till next time.